Welcome to the Nova Nation podcast. This is Rob Logan. Nova Nation, you're in for a special treat as on this episode, we preview the upcoming college football season. We give our picks for national champion, talk expansion, and also give you some good betting tips for the upcoming season. Listen up. Go Nova. What's up, Nova Nation? If you're looking for something new to listen to, our friend Nicole Damo has a new podcast called Not Just One of the Guys. Episodes drop every Sunday at midnight, and it's available on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts. Check it out, Nova Nation. You won't be disappointed. Welcome back, everybody. After a long summer, a lot has happened in uh, college football, and we're going to discuss it a little bit today. Uh, I have two uh, great guys who know a lot about college football. We talk about it a lot. First, uh, Chris Merle, all the way over to my right there. Uh, and then we got uh, Mix, Mike Gambaluka as well here. Big Alabama fan. Right, Mix? What's up, Rob? How you doing? What's going on? So um, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about college football. We're going to talk a little bit about some uh, betting on college football. Uh, we have a couple of new sponsors this year for the Nova Nation podcast. The first one uh, being Barstool uh, Sportsbook. They are now, uh, you're now able to bet in New Jersey. So we have uh, sponsored up with them. And then also, uh, we were working on it a little bit towards the end of uh, last season, but also now Bet MGM Sports, uh, their sports book, we're also a sponsor of them. So we're going to tie all that into that. Um, so let's really get right into it. There's a lot happening, especially over the past summer. For me, the biggest question. Um, the SEC expansion, uh, two new teams, good or bad for college football. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I think it's great for the SEC, uh, for the overall health of the game. Um, I don't think it's the best, but I, I think in the bigger scope, what we're heading towards is probably a 40 to 50 team Super League, uh, made up of various Power Five schools. Um, ge geography won't play that much of a role. You'll keep your traditional rivals, I'm sure, somehow. But I think this is a stopgap for the next 15 years, and then we'll see how it plays out from there. What do you think, Max? That's what yeah, I think. I, I mean, I agree with that. I think um, I think it's good for the SEC. It's good for Texas and Oklahoma to get better competition. I don't know how well they'll do in the SEC. Um, I think they'll struggle a little bit compared to how they were in the Big 12. Um, but yeah, and I think you'll see like super conferences, like Chris said. Um, and maybe that's what some conferences need. If you look at the ACC in football, they're not very good, right? So to, to kind of join forces with a Big 10 or a Pac 12, you know, would be beneficial. I have a quick question for you guys. Um, is this is just for football, correct? Or is this going to be across the board, basketball, 
you know, baseball, everything like that with all these. The SEC is for all sports. Yeah. Texas and Oklahoma will be for all sports. Yeah. Okay. So, for instance, so the proposed uh, expansion of the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12, if that does go through, there's rumblings about it. Um, That'll be for basketball as well. So you're looking at East Coast teams flying out to the West Coast to play and, and, and have conference games that way. I, I thought they really haven't said much. They just said they're forming an alliance, and there weren't a lot of details. Um, it could just be scheduled uh, for the non-conference games, um, but they haven't really given a lot of details about how those three leagues are going to merge. And I, I have to think Notre Dame is playing some kind of role in this too because um, Notre Dame can't join any other league besides the ACC. I don't, know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the, the language yeah. in the contract. And I think their NBC TV deal is through 2025, I think. So they got four more years left on that, or five more. So I think they're going to play a role in that too because, like Mike said earlier, the ACC <clears throat> isn't the league it used to be because of really Florida State and Miami. I, I think if they were up to par and you had them with, with a Clemson, you'd have a hell of a league, but – Right now, it's it's Clemson oh, yeah. and everybody right. else. Used you to know, be Miami, so, Virginia Tech used to be good, right? Florida right, State. Florida, Florida yeah. State. I mean, you know, you had national names, but right now it's 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 down uh, quite a bit. Maybe North Carolina can can rise. I I don't know, but um, it's nowhere near the level of even the Big Ten. Yeah. I think I think even the Big Ten is probably a lot stronger than the ACC right now. And the Pac-12, I mean. They're losing so many recruits in California to other schools and other conferences that, I mean, I don't know what the future of them uh, is either. And I know their TV deal is terrible. The the Pac-12 network was a failure. Um, they couldn't get it out to a lot of cable carriers on the West Coast, and they just lost a ton of money. So I really don't know what this alliance means right now. So will that be that will be the same thing then, just so we can kind of tie that in a little bit to um... – the, the Nova Nation podcast there. So Big East, essentially, uh, they would be some kind of power conference is what you're saying as well, even though they don't really have a, a big football backing. As far as I know, the, the Big East, uh, there's no football schools, correct? Isn't it the, the Catholic seven and then the Midwest schools? Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, well, right. Yeah, I mean, in 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 in, uh, I mean, Nova has a, a football team, but they're not, you know, yeah, F- FCS. Yes, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I was just curious on how that's going to affect everything, and um, just <clears throat> you think that's good or bad for for college football? Just these big conferences. I, don't, I, I think I think it's good. I mean, you, you know, you can, if they can play better teams, right? So if a Clemson can then go out and play an Oregon or an Ohio State or somebody like that, now they do play Oregon this year on their non-conference schedule, which is good for them. But um, I think it's good. I think it's good for Clemson. Uh, like Chris said, North Carolina should be a lot better. I think Clemson has to go to North Carolina. So uh, that'll definitely be a tough game for them. And then they – open up with Georgia. Uh, so they definitely have a, some tougher teams on their schedule this year than they've had in the past. 
All right. So with these proposals going on, another proposal that's out there, uh, there's obviously right now the way the college playoff program uh, exists, there's only four teams that are eligible. There has been talk of expansion um, and having some kind of playoff system. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Uh, do you think there's that's a possibility to expand? And how do you think that would work with these teams possibly playing now multiple games to get to a championship game? Uh, is it possible? Yes. From what a lot of writers and people have been saying is that ESPN is kind of pushing this expansion. Mm-hmm. There was a pro- the proposal that I saw was a twelve team proposal, which uh, would be uh, the top four teams in the uh, rankings would have a bye week the first round. The other eight teams would then play each other and the higher-seeded team would have a home game in their stadium. The next round would then be played with, I think, they wanted to utilize the bowl system for the next three rounds. Okay. I think that's, a, that's the proposal that I saw. So the only thing, I don't know if 12 would be awesome. Um, you might get, like, the fourth-best SEC team. You know what I mean? Or you might get two group of five teams. Do we really want to see Coastal Carolina in the first round? I don't know. Last year, you would have had Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. One is cool, maybe, but two? Do we want to? Um, so I also don't like the teams getting a bye, and then they're also getting short change because they don't get a home game. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think eight is probably a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. personally and then maybe everybody gets the home game or you give nobody a home game and you utilize the bowl system Mitch, so. what do you think? yeah i think 12 is way too many because i think there's a lot of disparity between like if one was well you said one and two would get a buy but even a three versus a 12 that's a blowout right I think no four, no four mike the top four, four would get a buy yeah the top four okay mm-hmm. i i think eight um, with no buy because then you would get a home game. I think that's that's good because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of these athletic programs are still trying to see their way back from last year. Um, but 12 is way too many. How long – I mean, how much longer would the season have to be to have a 12-team playoff? Are these teams going to be playing how many more extra probably, games? I guess it would probably go into mid-January, right? Yeah. Everything's mm-hmm. getting pushed back, right? The NFL is now mid-February. Yes. Year, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I think 12 teams is, is too much. I think that, you know, you have Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, maybe Oklahoma on any given year, Texas A&M, Georgia, and that's probably about it. The, the, the big draw for a lot of these games, though, is playing around the holidays, the New Year's Eve, uh, you know, New Year's Day games. Um, that's a big draw from a standpoint of viewership on on TV. Pushing that out to maybe having, you know, a game on a Tuesday or Thursday or whatever, how they're going to set it up. Do you think from a viewership standpoint that might dilute, um, you know, some of the, some of the viewership? 
I, I, I think it might, you know? That wasn't the proposal. Excuse me. They were going to do the first round so it wouldn't coincide. It was going to be on a weekend, and it wasn't going to coincide with the NFL um, wildcard weekend. So okay. your, your first round of 5 through 12, 6 through 11, et cetera, would be played the third or fourth week in December. And I think they were going to run it on Saturday. And they were going to try not to cut into the NFL. And then the, the round of eight would have been played the week before New Year's. And then your, 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 your playoffs would still be maintained like they do now on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And then mm. your championship would be the following Monday or whatever past that. Mm. That's, right, the well, that's the proposal that I saw. So they weren't going to play any games on Friday nights or during the week. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, pretty, that sounds interesting, uh, especially for college football fans. Um, obviously, that's going to bring more uh, attraction to the sport. Um, kind of along the lines of a March Madness. I mean, that's how uh, a lot of a lot of these models, uh, as far as tournaments go, are being kind of modeled after the uh, the March Madness. So, um, makes sense. Makes sense. Now, let's switch gears a little bit. We've talked about what happened over the summer. Let's now talk. Um, let's talk about teams for this year that um, for the upcoming season that we are looking out for. Uh, Mixed, why don't you go first? What are some of your teams to uh, watch for? Well, I think the winner of the Clemson-Georgia game, whoever wins that game will be ranked number one. Um, I mean, they're two of the top four teams, right? And they're playing right in their first week. Mm -hmm. um, so if Clemson wins that game, there's probably a good chance they run the table. Uh, and they're going to be right around that number one spot all year. Uh, until maybe they get to North Carolina. Alabama, obviously ranked number one now, right? But they have a lot. I think they have three starters back on offense. So they have a lot of guys that they're going to need to replace on offense. Now, given they have a lot of four- and five-star recruits who kind of just fill in, um, but you have a new offensive coordinator there. I know they're saying they're keeping their same offense, and Bill O'Brien is a great offensive coach. I mean, it's not a good general manager, right? But a great offensive coach. Um, so they probably won't skip a beat, but I think just the chemistry and everybody gelling together, the quarterback Bryce Young was the number one overall recruit uh, in the nation two years ago, but didn't really play a lot last year. So remains to be seen. He's going to, you know, how he'll do. I'm sure he'll do fine, but they open with Miami. Uh, and they play Mercer, and then the third week they're at Florida. So they have three uh, – the top first three weeks are playing two really tough games. Um, and with a new offense, I mean, there's a lot of questions. So we'll see how they do. Uh, I think a lot of people have Oklahoma in the top four, and their big game will be against Iowa State. I think Iowa State's definitely a team to watch because I think they bring back like 18 starters from last year. Mm -hmm. Um and they went to a big bowl game last year. So I think they play at Oklahoma this year. So that'll definitely be an advantage for Oklahoma. Uh, but I think they're a team to watch. 
Oregon's a team to watch too. I mean, the Pac-12 maybe is a little bit of a lesser tier, but I think within the first two weeks they go to Ohio State. Uh, so they will definitely be a team to watch. They have the number one um, draft pick in next year's NFL draft, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. So I'll be watching them as well. Texas A&M, I think, will be another team. Alabama has to go to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. which is a very hard place to, to play. Now, that's in October. So if they can get through September and start to gel a little bit, that'll be a really good game. What do you think, Chris? What do you got? Um, we covered the top five except for Georgia, and, and that's the team that I'm curious because you mentioned if Clemson were to win that game, they could run the table. If Georgia can win that game, I don't see too many – losses on that schedule um, until the SEC championship game, which probably will be against Alabama. They avoid LSU and Florida is, is also a team that has lost a lot, especially on offense. So, and that's a neutral site game when Georgia plays them. Uh, JT Daniels coming back. He's probably the best quarterback they've had since. Um, uh, I, I think he's better than Fromm. Maybe Murray, um, who was a four-year starter. Uh, they did lose their best skill player on offense, George Pickens, a wide receiver. He, he's not going to play probably till the end of the season, if that. He got hurt in the spring. That's a big loss because um, he's probably a first-round pick in the NFL draft. But I'm, I'm curious to see them. This, this might be the best team that they've had since 2017. I think it is. Now, can they get over the hump? I, I don't know. If they were to go undefeated, they lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game. Could they make it as a one-loss team? I don't know. But I'm, I'm looking at them. And then we mentioned them earlier, North Carolina. This this is probably their chance because they're going to get Clemson in the ACC championship game. They do play Notre Dame. Now, that could be a tricky game. I know Notre Dame had lost their quarterback and some linemen, they had an excellent offensive line to the NFL draft. But North Carolina could be a team that I could see them reeling off a lot of wins. Um, could they challenge Clemson? I, I don't know. But I'm curious to see what Mac Brown um, is going to do. I think this is his third or fourth year there. And I saw their recruiting classes have been – he's been knocking it out of the park. So that's a team I'm, I'm curious about. And then and going back to the Big Ten, who's going to be the second-best team in the Big Ten? Is it Wisconsin? Is it Penn State? Is it Indiana? You know, so Wisconsin, they open up with um, they open up, I think, with Penn State. Penn State, right? right? So we'll find out a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I think, Mike, you mentioned Iowa State. They have to play Iowa in their rivalry game, week two, I think. Usually, right in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Right? So, and and that's not a pushover. Um, I know Iowa State's loaded, but uh, this that's the best team that they've they've ever had. I don't think they've ever been ranked in the top ten preseason. So they have to go uh, play Iowa early. So that that's um, that's a game to look out for too. And that's a curious team that you mentioned. Can they can they challenge Oklahoma? Yeah, I think North Carolina, like you said, is going to be. They could definitely be a sleeper. Um, mm-hmm. Some some people have Sam Howell being the top quarterback uh, taken in next year's draft, um, and they return. I think their entire offensive line from last year too. So offensively, I don't know what they have on defense, but offensively. They could score points against Clemson. 
one team that I'm going to watch for that um, talk about a little bit about um, Ohio State. Ohio State, um, the last couple of years, teams with receivers, uh, great receivers, speed, have dominated uh, playoffs and dominated the national championships. Ohio State probably has the best receiving core uh, in the country. Um, so that's my team to watch. But we're, we're going to also kind of talk a little bit about some best bets. And um, I know, Chris, you have been following that over unders. Uh, what do you what do you think for over unders um, as far as some some bets that you've what well, I think you've already made, right? I did. Now, I, I won't use this one, but I did like um, and this is uh, through the bet MGM app. So these were our season win totals or over-unders. I, I liked Illinois over three and a half. That's a, that's a small number. Now, you got to remember on a 12-game schedule, you're usually playing three non-conference games. And their non-conference games are Texas, San Antonio, Virginia, which could be difficult, and the University of Charlotte. Okay. Now, I think they could win two of those games. They already beat Nebraska in the Big Ten. They have Purdue on the schedule. They have Rutgers on the schedule. I, I, I thought that was an easy they, – they can easily win four games, okay? But they already won one, so I'm not going to use that one. So the first one I was looking at is uh, Tennessee. We'll go to the SEC for Tennessee. Tennessee is right now on BetMGM as uh, over under six wins. I would take the under on that. Um, they have a brand-new head coach. Uh, they have a transfer quarterback from Michigan who I thought Milton, I, I didn't see much from him. Um, he's going to be starting for them this year. The program's in a bit of a um, flux and turnover. They had, I think, 25 kids enter the transfer portal this year. So um, I don't see them getting six wins. They're, they're non-conference games. They have to um, play pit which is not an easy game, Bowling Green. And then in, in the SEC, they have to go at Florida. They play at Alabama. I'm not seeing six wins from Tennessee. My second, I'm going back to the Big Ten. Uh, Minnesota is at seven wins. I'm going to take the over with Minnesota only because hey, that's an experienced team. They were kind of wrecked by COVID last year, and their best player was the receiver that got drafted in the first round. He got, he got hurt at the end of last year, and he didn't come back. Bateman, I think, was his name. Mm -hmm. They have the three-year starter at quarterback. I kind of like their coach. Um, Fleck, P.J. Fleck. Yes, P.J. Mm -hmm. Fleck. He was Western Michigan guy. Yeah. So they, they do open up with Ohio State, so that's obviously – they probably won't win that game. But I'm, I'm looking at their – their schedule is not difficult until, until the last three games of the year. Iowa – Indiana and Wisconsin. So I, I think you can eke out seven, eight wins with that team. That, that would be my second pick. And then my third pick uh, is back to the SEC with Auburn. Auburn is in a similar situation as uh, Tennessee. Brand new head coach. He's coming out of the um, big uh, Mountain West. I think he was with Boise State. Mm -hmm. um, Bo Nix returning for his third year. He's been really up and down. Um, 
I don't see them. I'm going to take the under. I don't see them getting to seven wins. Uh, I know it's a good program, but they play um, a non-conference game at Penn State. I don't see them winning that game. They have to go at LSU. I don't see them winning that game. They play Georgia every year. I don't see them winning that game. They play at Texas A&M. I don't see them winning that game. And, of course, the Iron Bowl. So uh, I'm not seeing seven wins at Auburn. So real quick again, Tennessee under six, Minnesota over seven, and uh, Auburn under seven. Those are my three. Hey, hey, hey Mix, I got, a, I got a question for you. The sure. top six, top six Heisman Trophy winner odds um, through um, Barstool Sportsbook right now is Spencer Rattler at plus 550, uh, DJ Ulagali at plus 600, mm-hmm. uh, Bryce Young at plus 800, you got uh, CJ Stroud at plus 1,000, JT Daniels at plus 1,200, and somebody you just mentioned, Sam Howe at plus 1,700. Out of those six, if you had to make a bet on one of those six, with those odds you're getting, which one would you do? I guess I would go with Rattler. Um, I mean, he's an experienced quarterback. And just in that in that uh, Lincoln-Riley offense, I mean, he's going to be putting up big, big, big numbers. Um, so I'd probably go with him. The other two, DJ, I think will have a big year at Clemson. I think Bryce Young will have a big year too. Um, but I'd probably go with Rattler. Rather, and he obviously he's the number one. Um, yeah, he's definitely the favorite. Definitely the favorite to win. Uh, also, uh, on uh, the sports book, uh, Barstool uh, app, you have to win the championship overall. You have Alabama at plus 300, Clemson plus 350, Ohio State at plus 450, and Oklahoma at plus 600. Um, those four seem to be your favorites uh, going into the season. Georgia's right there with plus 700, and then it drops off, way drops off. Uh, after that, Iowa State is the next in line, and that's plus 4,000. Um, so those are some pretty some pretty good odds on, on that as well. Um, Mix, you, you, you have some picks for this week, right, uh, as far as some of the games that are coming up? Yeah, this week, um, back to what you were talking about before, the over-under win totals, uh, UCLA, over seven wins. Uh, I think that's a good bet. Chip Kelly lost four games last year by a total of 15 points. Um, So they were right in every game. They actually played on week zero. They destroyed Hawaii, who's not very good. Now, this week, LSU comes to them. Mm. Uh, I believe this week. So that'll be an interesting game, but I think he kind of has things headed in the right direction. I mean, he's on the hot seat, right? If he has another losing season, he might go. Uh, so I like UCLA over seven wins. Mike, when's the last time a, a SEC school played a road game against a Pac-12 school out West? Yeah, I don't know. Has that ever happened? Yeah, that, that's, that'll be an interesting game. Not that I know of, no. And they're going, they're all the way out there heading out to Southern California playing the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it's that's yeah. LSU, they're they're, they have some holes to fill too. I mean, their defense was terrible last year, so it'll be interesting to see how they do against Chip Kelly's offense. I I think they'll be improved. Um, 
they just have so much talent on the roster. I don't think they'll be great, but they should win nine games. I I would think. Yeah, I would think so too. Yeah. I mean, they have a new off. They have a new offensive and defensive coordinator there. Yeah, I know. And then they also the kid, uh, the quarterback broke his arm in camp. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that'll be. Uh, yeah. I mean, this weekend, I. I think uh, Georgia's getting three. Is that right against Clemson or four? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I like I like Georgia. I mean, you know, if their offense, they 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 lost Pickens, uh, which is a definite loss. He's a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but if their offense plays like it did the last four or five games toward the end of last season, uh, I don't I don't see Clemson stopping them. Um, and Clemson, I think, replaces most of their offensive line. So I would take Georgia with the four. I'm just checking that real quick. Um... The other game is, uh, and I know it's, it started at ten and a half. Three and a half. Is that three and a half now? Yep. Notre Dame is giving Florida State ten and a half. I think it's down to seven and a half. So there's a lot of movement on that game. Florida State brings back 18 starters and Mackenzie Milton, who had that horrible, horrible leg injury a couple of years ago at UCF. UCF, yeah. I mean, he was lighting it up. He got hurt. Now he's their starting quarterback at Florida State. Um, so I like. I mean, I think that's a decent bet too. Florida State. Uh, if you could have got the 10 a couple of weeks ago, that would have been a really good bet. But I think it's down to seven and a half now. Notre Dame. I mean, they're always good. Uh, sometimes they play down to the competition. They lost the quarterback. They lost offensive linemen. I know the running back is back. He's he's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. But I would take Florida State in that. Good bet. Good bet. All right. Let's let's for the last segment of the of the show. Let's make our predictions for the season uh, for playoff teams and then eventual national champion now um i'll go first uh because you've pretty much talked about the teams that i'm going to uh put my final four but i have alabama oklahoma ohio state and clemson as my final four and i'm going with ohio state as the national champion okay chris what do you got uh i also have alabama Oklahoma, Ohio State, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Mike's. I'm gonna go with Georgia, and I would feel real confident if they had Pickens, because I think Daniels was the big difference in that team. They're loaded, but they had to play um, X amount of games last year with a walk on at quarterback, and they were like treading water, and that just tells you how good that team is. I mean, they even gave Alabama a halfway decent game with this kid. And this is a kid that on most teams would probably be like the third guy. So when Daniels came back, they were really good. Um, so I'm going to go with Georgia as the fourth team. And uh, national champion, oof, uh, I, I, I don't see him winning back-to-back, so I'll just say uh, give, me, give me Georgia. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say the same exact four that Chris said, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Ohio State. Um, I mean, it's hard for me to pick against Alabama, right? I think, I think the defense, you know, the defense the past couple of years has been a weak spot. Um, but Henry To'o, To'o transfers from Tennessee. 
Oh yeah, one of the yeah, best linebacker. linebackers in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring back almost the whole defense. Um, they lost Sertan, but other than that, pretty much everybody's back. So I think the defense will carry them until the offense can catch up. Um, and so I think they'll beat Miami. I think they beat. Um, I think they beat Florida in September, and then that Texas A&M game is going to really probably make or break them. Um, but I'll have to go with them. And uh, I think they could – I mean, they're going to play Georgia in the SEC championship game. Depending on how things fall, I think they're the two best teams. So I don't know both, if they'll end up playing in the final game, but I think they're the two best teams. So, so guys, um, if that game does happen, uh, SEC championship, Georgia versus – Alabama, Alabama wins. Georgia still makes the playoffs. Only if they beat Clemson. Right. I mean, that's going to be a big, big time quality win for them. Mm-hmm. They beat Clemson. They could, they could beat Clemson and lose to Alabama, and maybe even get in as a three seed. That's what right. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Very cool. Very good. All right. Well, that- guys, what was that? Well, as I was just going to say, if, if Oklahoma trips up against Iowa State, they could be in trouble as far as making the playoffs. So it could be dicey. And then you could see a scenario with maybe if Oregon were to have an undefeated season, which is possible. You have to watch them. They're going to Ohio State, I think, in the first Oh, that's right. Yeah. Years. Yeah. So I mean, you have to watch Thibodeau, though, because he can take a game over. He's like a Chase Young clone, and yeah. you just—he's yeah. tough. I don't know what Ohio State has. They have the good receivers, right? They have two first-round draft picks, I think. Wilson yep. and Olave, but the quarterback has to get him the ball. He's inexperienced too. He hasn't yeah. played. So yeah. when Thibodeau's breathing down your neck, that'll be interesting. That's yeah, a big game. They also have uh, Ohio State has Marvin uh, Harrison Jr. Right. Okay. Yep. As part of their uh, receiving core, uh, just to yeah. throw that in at you guys. Um, but guys, uh, thank you so much for taking the time uh, and talking about things. Um, really do appreciate it, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope everyone that will be listening will enjoy it as well. Um, once again, a um, couple of our our big sponsors there this year: um, Bet MGM um, Sports and uh barstool uh sports book uh go there play some bets um do the futures if you want or pick week to week whatever you want they have it all there um but thank you guys and uh we'll talk soon thank you all right thanks it was fun thank you if you like listening to the nova nation podcast go check us out on our website at www.novanationpodcast.com. Give us a like. Thanks. What's up, Nova Nation? If you have any questions that you would like to have answered or discussed on the show, email us at the Nova Nation Podcast at gmail.com.